Darkcast Network. Out of the shadows comes the best of indie podcasts. On the night of November 29th, 1980, Granger Taylor left everything he owned and cared about, except for a note written to his parents. The contents of the note were shocking, and Granger was never heard from again. Did something otherworldly abduct Granger? My name is DJ, and this is the Mythical True Crime Podcast. Dear Mother and Father, I have gone away to walk aboard an alien spaceship as reoccurring dreams assured a 42-month interstellar voyage to explore the vast universe, then return. I am leaving behind all my possessions to you, as I will no longer will require the use of any. Please use the instructions in my will as a guide to help. Love, Granger. This is the note found by his parents, stapled to their door the morning of The night prior, Taylor vanished. There was a severe thunderstorm that night. Both his family and police spent months searching for him. However, they haven't come up with any evidence or leads to where he could be. Much of the information you're going to hear tonight was gathered from the documentary Spaceman, including much articles that I found online. One of the consultants for Spaceman was a man named Tyler Hooper, He has a few theories on what could have happened to Granger, uh, some which are just plain sad to others where they are truly bizarre. So a little bit of background on Granger. Uh, He was known to many people as being gifted with mechanics, uh, someone even saying that he was a mechanical genius. He lived his life restoring and building machinery with one of his largest products, projects being uh, restoring a Kitty Hawk fighter plane that was used against the Japanese in the Second World War. Some of the information from the documentary said that he had found a section of a fuselage, landing gear, partial cockpit, and pieces of engine laying around inside uh, these sections of the woods that he lived near. Only with photographs as a guide, he didn't have any instruction manual to rebuild the plane. However, Again, he was gifted. He rebuilt the entire plane and repurposed uh, metal signs to do so, hot water heaters, washers, dryers, anything that he had. Childhood friend of his named Robert Keller quoted saying, sitting beside the actual factory built airplane, you never know the difference. What would drive someone with such ambition to just up and disappear? Later on, March 1986, local forestry workers found a car that had seemed to have been scorched or even blown up near the British Columbia and Mount Prevost, uh, not far from Taylor's house. Taylor was very familiar with explosives and some had gone missing from his family's property the night that he disappeared. Police were called, of course, and they were able to uh, confirm that the vehicle identification number was in fact that match Taylor's Datsun pickup. He had a blue Datsun growing up. 
Bone fragments and a piece of Taylor's shirt were also found at the scene. However, no Taylor. One of the theories Tyler Hooper presents is that Taylor was a loner seeking uh, some sort of purpose. He believed that Taylor struggled to fit in in his Vancouver Island community. He was very shy and eccentric, again, worked well with machines, but just not with people. And that in the combination of living in rural areas, uh, he was just a working class loner. Uh, he could imagine that Taylor spent a lot of his time just working on machines, and that was only one way to truly express himself. The filmmaker goes on to suggest that maybe at some point, Granger got tired of being different and went off to search for meeting. It was at this time that Granger became obsessed with interstellar travel. And that soon after he was starting to build a spaceship and imagining starting a new life somewhere else beyond the stars. One of the other theories is that Granger believed that he was somehow chosen. Now, whether or not that he believed that he could communicate with aliens is unclear. There is some evidence that they did find that suggested that he used psychedelic drugs, most likely cannabis for the most part. He was also prone to depression and bouts of mania, which he didn't have any medication for. Those possibly played a role in some way. Be that as it may, the filmmaker goes on to say that he firmly believes that Taylor had was convinced extraterrestrials had chosen him to fulfill some sort of greater purpose. Something that exceeded everything that he was accomplishing on our planet. So the night he disappeared, he wrote the letter, hopefully to maybe give some sort of closure to his family, saying that he was going to be taken care of, and perished on the mountainside in a fire explosion. But what's really interesting is that on the back of the note that he gave his parents was a hand-drawn map that was uh, later interpreted to be a depiction of Waterloo Mountain, which was about 15 or 10 to 15 miles southwest of the Taylor home. However, as of this recording, uh, no information has turned up to the exact location that was drawn on the map. Now, Jim Taylor and his sons actually ended up trying to search everywhere for Granger. They even checked hospitals, drove along logging roads, and hoped to finding anything to where his son's whereabouts were. According to his note, they did look through his will, and they did find that Granger replaced the word death with departed, which is really odd. And if you personally ask my opinion, I want to say that it was probably a suicide note that he originally had written, and then later changed it to some fantastical idea, such as he got uh, abducted by aliens. Well, months turned to years, and... Yet the fate of Granger still is a mystery till this day. That happened again November 29th, 1980. This recording is in 2022, so he's been missing for over 42 years. Easily putting Granger Taylor into his 70s. Now coming back to the bone fragments that were found in the vehicle. Again, the vehicle was determined to be Granger's, and they did find his shirt and some bone fragments However, DNA profiling at the time was in its infancy, and they just didn't have anything available uh, to make up a perfect profile for Granger. However, most likely, those were his bones. Now, if there's still interest in this case, they can probably take those bone fragments if they still survived and possibly scrape some DNA off to maybe give the family some full closure. 
Many believe that Granger's inability to solve the mystery of the flying saucer propulsion ate away at him. And why he went into the woods with a truck full of dynamite it remains a mystery. And whether or not it deliberately or accidentally blown up, that we'll never know. Those that knew him best say that Granger was not suicidal at all. And if he happened to have blown himself up, it was definitely accidental. But even more strange than this, believe it or not, Taylor's mother, who recently passed, and his friend Robert Keller, believe that Granger was picked up by extraterrestrials on that night in November, just like he said he would be. Perhaps he's still out there somewhere in an alien spacecraft, and maybe he had his math wrong. Maybe instead of 42 months, it meant 42 years. What's funny is, according to Einstein's theory of relativity, time dilates uh, objects traveling near speeds of light. So he left when he was 32 years old. Quite possibly, he can come back as a 35-year-old with some tales to tell. Well, that's going to do it for tonight's episode. I know it was a quick one. I'm trying to get this uh, format figured out. However, I just don't know. Do you folks like longer episodes? Do you like the short format? Let me know. Let me know. Uh, Leave a comment. And please, don't forget to subscribe. Check out my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You'll look for me, uh, Mythical True Crime. Also considering uh, signing up for my Patreon as that will help me bring you more episodes. And as always, my name is DJ, and thank you for listening to the Mythical True Crime Podcast. Thank you very much for listening tonight and being part of the Mythical True Crime community, hosted by me, DJ. Subscribe to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to get your weekly updates. And if you like what you hear, consider subscribing. Subscribing will directly support the show and the work that I'm doing. If you'd like to be a new supporter, consider clicking the link in the description box below. For less than a cup of coffee a month, you can help me continue to make great content for listeners everywhere. No commitment, cancel any time. This has been the Mythical True Crime Podcast. My name is DJ. Good night.